And welcome in to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller here with a kick the coronavirus to the curb episode. I'm not kidding. I think you guys are going to thank me for this one. This is a podcast that you should listen to over and over until you have memorized it. I want to introduce you to somebody who you have not met before, but I hope will not be the first time you hear from her. Michelle Blood. Are you familiar with her or her work? If not, I would like to introduce you. And she tells her whole story basically in the episode. So let me duck out here and let's get to the good stuff. And by the way, all the things that she mentions in the episode are in the show notes. So if you need the links, just go there and they're they're all right there for you. All right. Please meet my new friend, Michelle Blood. Michelle, welcome to Subconscious Mind Mastery. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Thomas. These are some incredible times to be having a conversation about creating your reality, <laughs> right? I know. It's really a time when it's allowing people to be more aware and be grateful for what they do have. And I think, you know, when something like this happens in the world on a global scale, it really does assist people to be more aware because most people are sleepwalking through their life. That is for sure. And I thought that would be a good place for us to start because you have a compelling story as a musician in Australia, and then something happened. (laughs) And a lot of times that wakes us up, and right now something is happening. Can you tell us your story? I'd love to. And I just want people to know when you think something has happened in your life that is the worst thing that could possibly happen, it can turn out to be the greatest blessing So what happened to me was I was a singer since professionally since the age of five, actually, (laughs) on television, had my rock bands and all that sort of stuff. And I loved my life. I thought everything was fantastic. I loved gigging every single night, even though it was really hard traveling on the roads in Australia. I mean, even in in excess would say, that's no place for a woman. (laughs) But uh, but, uh, yeah, they're great guys. Uh, Anyway. I loved it. I love performing. And then one night on my way home from a gig, because in Australia it's hours and hours to drive from one gig to another, the driver fell asleep at the wheel and a lot of the keyboards and equipment fell into my chair as we hit a telephone pole and I had huge amounts of uh, injuries, pelvis smashed, hip bone cracked off. I mean, just crazy stuff. (laughs) And I was in hospital for months and months and many long operations, including one that went for 17 and a half hours. Oh my goodness. And it was just, I can't explain to anyone except maybe a woman who's given birth. If you can imagine giving birth over and over again for months, (laughs) that's the level of pain it was. It was just unbelievable. So I was, for the first time in my life, depressed and actually suicidal. And so I thought, how am I going to get on with my life if I can't get up on stage and do all my crazy stunts and cartwheels and everything that I used to do as I was gigging? Uh, Just I don't know what I would do with my life. And so what happened was, I want to make this long, long story as short as possible. What happened was everyone kept sending me fans and relatives and goodness knows what, 
cassettes and because I couldn't read the books because I still couldn't move. Mm. So they started playing these positive tapes. And I know listeners out there, when you're feeling sad or you're feeling a little depressed and someone puts on something positive, you want to kill them because <laughs> you, you don't resonate with that vibration of positivity except for one tape. Napoleon Hill speaking from the book, well, actually uh, someone else speaking from the book Think and Grow Rich, Earl Nightingale with that beautiful deep voice oh, that yes, he had. yes. And I was listening to it and I thought, because I'd never, Thomas, I had never in my life been interested in positive thinking. I didn't know what affirmations were, seminars or anything like that. I just did my music. And so this was really something very, very new. You attract what you think about. And I was like, wow, I really do think I have attracted everything that's happened to me. Everything I've wanted to do, I have used my willpower and it has come to pass. That's amazing. And so whether it was to get a boyfriend or a new gig or whatever, and when Napoleon Hill was talking about his son being born deaf with actually no ears and how he would speak what he called auto-suggestion into his little son's baby where there would be eardrums every night. You are a great man. You can hear perfectly. Everything is possible for you. There are no limitations in your life. And the fact that not only did the little boy end up going to a normal school because, not, not, you know, Napoleon Hill said, no, he's not going to go. Uh, he's going to go to a normal school where everyone can hear. And he got 30% of his hearing. He went on to become an extremely wealthy, successful leader in the hearing aid industry. And something about that just really got to me. So I thought, here I am a singer-songwriter because I was attempting to do what Napoleon Hill said by saying the auto-suggestion, the affirmation, stating it in the now, saying that I am healed because I wasn't, (laughs) saying that I knew that I was and I didn't because the doctors said I wasn't and I wouldn't, and to say that I loved myself because I didn't, (laughs) hated my life. So I did all the opposite things. I said everything that he said to say was true that wasn't true and stated in the now and emotionalize it. But I couldn't emotionalize it because I didn't believe it. So it didn't go as it wasn't going into my subconscious mind because I would say this is absolute rubbish, it's not working. And then my epiphany, my spiritual epiphany came when I realized, oh, my gosh, I'm a singer-songwriter. You can't get a jingle or a song out of your head. So I just got my friend to bring in a little cassette recorder and I just started singing. I am healed, I know I am. I love myself, I am my friend. And I kept singing it over and over again then playing it back, playing it back. And that is how affirmation power or what? Bob Proctor's wife called <laughs> Musivation began. And I ended up working all over the world with Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Bob Proctor. Um, so many people used these musical affirmation songs. And it was just crazy to me that they would pay me all this money to go and stand on stage in between all these world known speakers who I actually had never heard of before. <laughs> And sing these affirmation songs and just share my little bit of a story. And Bob Proctor was the one who just said, Deepak Chopper was really excited about it as well. But Bob Proctor was the one who really got on the bandwagon and he said, I have never, I didn't, I did not want 
some little pop singer from Australia when I'm visiting Australia singing before I come on. That is not my thing. I'm Bob Proctor. (laughs) And he said to me at the end of the first night in Sydney, he said, I've been teaching this for all my life, all my life, auto-suggestion, affirmations. He said, but doing it with music, it uplifted the entire room. Everyone was laughing and singing along. He said, it's so fast. I want to assist you to travel all over the world, do all my events with me, and I want to start writing songs with you. I've never done it, but I know that the divine will gift me with the ability to do lyrics, and he did. (laughs) So that's basically the story, and since then, multi-millions of downloads have been downloaded of my music. I've got about 400 songs out there. You know, we're recording this at a time when people are feeling stressed and afraid. And if you are not feeling inspired by what you just heard, (laughs) then you need to go back to the beginning and listen to it until you are. That's amazing. Wow, what an incredible story. Putting it to music. You know, that's something that... Well, and as we've seen, as this story that is with us now here in early 2020, I mean, hopefully this podcast has played for years and years, and we look back on this as a blip, but people are uh, right now confined to their residences in Italy, and what are they going out on their balconies and doing? Singing. Beautifully, right? (laughs) Yes. So as the tel- as every Italian can. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They can make it sound good whether they can sing or not. They can. It's the language, it's beautiful. You know, that's a great point that you make because in Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill says very clearly in one of the first 3 or 4 chapters. In fact, he reiterates it a couple of times that it's the thoughts with the emotion. And what you were saying is that you tried the thoughts just by themselves. They were dry as day-old toast, and you put the emotion in through what sped your spirit, what nurtured your soul, which was music, and that lit it up for you. Yeah, and then Bob Proctor went on to actually teach me. He said, what's happening is the lyrics are going into the logical side of the brain, the left side. And he said, in your melody, your music on the right brain, so you have a whole brain experience. So it goes straight into your subconscious mind. And he said, that's why advertising agencies don't spend millions, but billions every year on musical jingles, because you can't get the Toyota out of your head. (laughs) But your dry lyrics in the hospital bed triggered your emotions sufficiently is what I'm hearing. Yeah, because I was like, I knew that this could work. I believe Napoleon Hill. I don't know why, but I just did. And then I I realized that that was the epiphany. I know you can't get music out of your head. I know that. And that's why every the world needs music. Like somebody once said, you know, if you had a choice, there was only two things left in life to either be able to read books or hear music. And I said, and about 80% people said, oh, I'd give up reading. I've got to have my music. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's the emotion. Absolutely. Okay, so many things we can pick apart here. This is great. Let's go back to when you said you were in the hospital, this catastrophe had happened, and we didn't know yet the rest of the story. And you were saying you were feeling depressed and the feeling of what am I going to do with my life if I can't do my music? 
You know, I don't think that we are there yet globally. Maybe some people are individually because I've seen all the stories of businesses being closed and folks like little mom-and-pop restaurant owners that don't know if they're going to be able to go back to what they've invested the last 25 of your years of their life into and this kind of thing. When you were back at that point when you were feeling like you didn't know what life was going to hold in the future, what would you tell folks that are feeling that today? I think the thing is you have to absolutely know that you have the power within you, whether you're religious or not, there is a divine spirit that is the intelligence, the co-creator of all of this world, and you have that wisdom coming through you, and you have more power and more guts, more courage within you than you could ever realise. This is a time to absolutely know that you can uplift others, not just yourself. Reinvent yourself. Think every day of what you're grateful for, what you have abilities to do, and while you're in this state, analyze yourself. Look at your weaknesses. Really have a good look at yourself and say, what are my weaknesses? I'm going to turn these weaknesses into strengths. I've never done it before, but I know that sometimes I I'm not persistent. I don't keep going on it when I've got an idea. I was going to write a book. I never finished it. I was going to create a website. I didn't do it. I was going to join this other business. I didn't do it. I wanted to get a multiple stream of income and work from home. I didn't do it. Now is the time for you to reinvent yourself and know that the way this world works, you are precious. You are loved. You can make a huge difference right where you are, right in your own home. No matter what is going on, just think of something different. I live in the mountains and all the restaurants in the town, which is just a tiny little town, but there are a few restaurants and they were all concerned as well. And I said to one of them, I said, why don't you start delivering? It's such a small space in these mountains that there's no Ubers, there's no DoorDash, there's nothing. I said, why don't you put on your website that you'll deliver and then people will be able to come and and you'll make some more money. And immediately everyone started doing it. And this is just a couple of days ago so that they could keep their business going because they're allowed to deliver and they're allowed to have people come in. But the type of town it is, uh, no one was going to go in and just pick up their food. And plus it started snowing, so they couldn't get there anywhere. And so they got trucks and started delivering food and making money. There's always a way to reinvent yourself. If you ask the question, what can I do? Say it's God, say my higher self, say love. What is it within me? I know, I know that there is something within me that can inspire me to do something new. Listen to lots of Thomas's other podcasts. He's got so many different interesting guests and so many uplifting topics that will assist you right now. Just listen to it over and over again. Visualize it. Know that all things are possible. And I'm not talking about silly, airy, fairy, like I want to be an astronaut and you've never even flown a plane. (laughs) I'm just saying, look at what you can do. Look at what you love to do and see how you can begin a plan for your life right now, right where you are. You can do it. When you talk about reinventing yourself, gosh, this is so good. Tell us what your first steps were, because you mentioned something very key there. 
And Bob Proctor says, do your work, sing your songs, think your thoughts, and move your feet, <laughs> right? So how, right. Did, how did you move your feet? Okay, so once the affirmations, I had amazing healing, and it sort of just went from there. A couple of TV shows in Australia did a story about me, about this, you know, miraculous healing. And the doctor said, we're not allowed to call it a miracle, but it kind of is. <laughs> and I started, I'd already done an extra, say, 15 songs, miracles are happening in my life, I am healed, so many different songs. And then it just sort of took off on its own. Promoters, I'd started another band by then, but promoters were coming to me and saying, we would love you to sing your affirmations with Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra. I'm like, who are they? (laughs) (laughs) And we'll pay you $5,000 a day just to sing a couple of songs and we'll give you, you know, you can sell cassettes at the back of the room. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Wow. Okay. And before I knew it, I was just working all over the country and then I was living in Malaysia. I gave up my band to just do this and then I was doing events on my own and I started getting into things. I find that what happens is once you are uplifted in consciousness, your vibration, your frequency is a speed, it's a frequency. And the more you are vibrating at a higher or faster, it's actually a speed frequency because you can feel it. You can feel it through yourself, through your body, through your brain. It's tingling all over. Well, then you are not as blocked from your divine wisdom. And then the opportunities that may have always been there, you can see them. You can feel them. You feel your intuition. You're more in tuned with your divine wisdom, which is omniscient, which is omniscient wisdom. So the affirmation songs, even if you just make up some affirmations to a song you already know and change the lyrics. Whatever you do to uplift yourself, you are going to get it in a faster frequency. You will just, it'll be a natural evolution. As you raise your consciousness, you are raising your level of evolution in a spiritual way, in a consciousness way, in a a way that is so wise, you know it's not you anymore when these ideas come to you. When direction comes to you, you just know that you know. You don't ever procrastinate again because you know and you make decisions easily and you just trust in that. You get to really learn how to have faith in that thing that is your higher self, which is that divine wisdom that's been blocked before. So everyone can have that melt away. You can go into deeper and deeper levels of spirituality, which I did. I mean, I couldn't stop myself after that. It was like I wanted to know what people call God. My heart chakra, whatever you want to call it, was activated. I felt like my heart was out of my chest and I was in love with everything and everyone. And I realized that fear was being released from my consciousness. The little things that I used to get uptight about or afraid, oh, what if that happens? What if the truck doesn't arrive in time with a gear for them? You know, I would still, like any normal person, worry (laughs) but then I started not worrying and it sort of came to me one day wow I'm a different person I am a completely different person and everyone can do it if a if a girl that left school when she was 15 left home when she was 16 had to work on her own two or three jobs to survive could have happened what I've had happen and write the huge amount of books and audio books and dvds and everything that I've done all the assistance 
things I didn't know how to do, I learned how to do. And this was before YouTube, guys. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You can learn how to do it step by step. Be patient with yourself, but take action every single day. If an opportunity comes up, which they will, especially when you write down your gratitude list every day and in your gratitude list, splatter things that haven't happened as if they have. Like, I'm really glad that I'm really happy that I have, you know, such great family, friends, that I have a roof over my head, that I have this beautiful extra source of income that you may not have now. Splatter truth with what may you may call it a lie, but it's not. It's a positive affirmation for a goal that you wish to have manifest into your experience. Absolutely. When was your turning point from not believing what you were saying to believing what you were saying? About five minutes into the song. <laughs> it was that quick. It was that quick. It was like. You just embraced lights, it. Mm. Just It was a spiritual epiphany. The lights came on. It was one of those things. I, I'm not saying that that will happen the moment. <laughs> the minute you start listening to this music, it might take, you know like a couple of weeks, but it's really pretty fast. We've got people from all over the world that have given us real testimony. And I think that this is what happens when people are in a really challenging, whether it's emotional, physical, or what's happening in the world today, and they do something based not on fear, but on what can I do? What can I do? Because I'm going to do whatever it takes to survive this. Mm -hmm. And they're not doing it necessarily to make money or anything else, but they're doing it because they know that they can do it. Because I didn't do this thinking, oh, wouldn't this be a cool money-making thing? No intention of that. It was I wanted to get well. You're following your heart. Absolutely. <laughs> can I put you on the spot? Yeah. For folks out there that are feeling a little angst about this current situation, could you give us a couple of quick lines just right off the top of your head, blink, whatever comes to mind, go. Oh, well, miracles can happen. You mean singing or just yeah, to say? Yeah, no, what singing, they can do? singing. Oh, singing, singing, okay. Put it to a little tune. <laughs> miracles are happening, happening to me right now and every day. A miracle I see, who oh, I am a miracle. Yes, I am a miracle. I have a miracle, cause I am a miracle. I believe my soul to be living in God's endless dream. I believe my soul believes it is love. I am love. I am love. I am love. I am love. That is awesome. I have to do something here that I do on my uh, astrology podcast. Are you ready for this? Hang on just a second here. I was just getting it queued up. Here we go. <laughs> you you came up with that just instantly. Perfect. <laughs> you get a hand right here on the podcast. <laughs> there they go. They're clapping for you. 
as Joanne Lumley would say, cheers, thank you very much. Yeah, there you go. Right, right. <laughs> no, that was brilliant. And that's just coming out of your heart, right? I mean, that's just, you yeah. just, yeah, just, just feeling it, feeling the moment. Yes. So you're not letting this get you down, I sense. Oh, gosh, no. I mean, we had a big event that we'd been planning for months this weekend in San Diego, which we couldn't do. So everyone was so wonderful about it not you know, not being able to do it. So we're just doing live streams for people. And we just said, mm-hmm. you know, the fee was $90. You can just pay a dollar and you can come onto this live stream. It's a full day workshop just to assist people. So you just do what you know you can do to get your message out there and assist people, which is one of the reasons why I did a special for your for your own podcast, uh, your audience. Yay, your audience. <laughs> uh, and I'm giving away my new book as a gift to all your audience. Thank you. And let's go ahead and tell them how to get it. We've got the link right here. Uh, it's Michelle Blood, and if you can, you guys can remember it's one L, not two. It's M I C H E L E. Last name Blood. No, it isn't a stage name. Who would do that? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's my family name. It's not Michelle, that kind of show, folks. <laughs> MichelleBlood.com forward slash subconscious mind mastery. All right. And that will also be in the show notes so that you can just click on it easily right from the description on this show. So thank you for doing that for us, making her book and a couple of uh, music albums free. So you can download that now and yeah, just pause this, grab it, but it'll be there when you, when we get through talking. So one of the things that I'm thinking here is for folks who are conscious You were talking about this being kind of a tipping point of sorts. But for folks who are conscious, I think this is going to be a next level event, don't you? Taking it up, not a notch, taking it up mountains. 100% correct. Because as I said, there are people, even if they think they're aware and awake, even for the people that this isn't a judgment, it's just that some people are a little more awake than others. Yeah. They have had their spiritual satories, their epiphanies. They've had something in their life that has gone, wow, okay, I do believe I create my reality. Just like the Buddha said, I believe I create my reality. So something within them has shifted and they have gone into their next level of spiritual evolution. And so those people that are more awake I want you to know and know that you know. I just wanted to get this quote from Shakespeare because I just think it's perfect at the moment. You know, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. So life is your own play. So every one of you, especially when you are more conscious, know with more faith than ever before that you can choose happiness, success, perfect health, great relationships, multiple streams of income. You can achieve a life where your your life is so on purpose. Know that it's got nothing to do with ego. Know that the divine within you can guide you on how you can assist the entire globe right now. One person at a time, a hundred at a time, thousand at a time. Maybe you've got a story that's going to uplift and assist other people and they'll relate to you. Don't ever listen to somebody who says, oh, but so many people have already done that. You are your own unique self. You can do it. 
you know, uh, the Buddha said two and a half thousand years ago that, you know, we are what we think, what we think creates our reality, our world, he said, two and a half thousand years ago. But when you've got eight, nearly eight billion people on the planet, it's hard to think for yourself because what I call the Maya or the Buddhas call the Maya or the collective consciousness of the planet gets in the way. And don't ever believe a negative thought is your thought. Immediately, I love the way Bob Proctor says, next it or go, just say to your mind, stop and refocus your attention. You can have control of your thoughts, of your mind, of your emotions. It is not difficult. It just takes a little willpower. Even if you just go a tiny slither of a, like a slither of like a quarter of an inch and move, you'll be moving faster and quicker than anyone else on the planet because everyone is going backwards right now because they don't know what to do and they're in fear. And we've got to have compassion for that and know that this planet has gone through so many things for millennia and it will get through this too and so will you. But think of how you can assist others and that will uplift you more than anything else. You might not know this from my work, but I came across astrology about 10 years ago when I started to shift my life and just started learning about it. But it was about two years ago that I really amped it up. And this astrology has painted a almost scriptorial type picture of exactly what's happening right now. And one of the things that we can look around the corner and see is very much that things are going to be moving to exactly what you're saying, that Every single person's voice, however they want to express it, matters. And you know how I know that that's going to get really amped up from this? It's kind of a crazy thing. Share with us. A a buddy of mine asked me just yesterday for what kind of webcam I use. And I went on Amazon to get the link of it. There are no webcams. You cannot buy a webcam right now. Goodness me. So what is that going to do when everybody find, you know, life will somewhat return back to normal at some point, And then everybody has these webcams and they go, you know what? I'm going to use that darn thing. <laughs> oh, I think that's wonderful news. Isn't that people, awesome? People actually connecting with people again. Exactly. I love it. And I love it. See, that's where this whole thing is headed. I mean, I was saying it's like the energy is moving into the sign of Aquarius. And back in the 60s, we sung the song, what? This is the dawn. I can't the sing. The of the age of Aquarius. I love that song. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real singer. I'm going to ask you in a minute what to do when you can't sing, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but yes, we are headed to the age of Aquarius. What does that look like? That is that your voice and my voice are equal and we all have a voice in this society and don't tell me what to do. You know, it's like the independence of the self standing up and being counted and having a voice. And that's where we're headed. It sends chills down my spine. Whoo, this is incredible. And this is, I love it. Yeah. And this is going to be a tipping point of it for sure. I, I just love that because the world has become so populated and yet so lonely and isolated and, having this particular thing where everyone is isolated, there's no webcams. Everyone's bought one so that they can connect with people. I think that is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're headed, you know, and what you're talking about is getting our thoughts and our emotions aligned in that direction, that whatever happens here, 
and we don't know. We're this is we're recording this on March nineteenth. Okay, the the vernal equinox day, and who knows? Who knows? Six months from now, you guys will, and you'll be able to read the newspaper backwards. We don't know, but whatever happens, we do know that we are headed in this to this era where my voice and your voice and everybody is going to have an equal opportunity to say what's real for them. And it's going to be incredible. And it's speaking of the equinox, it's really a powerful time for people when we have equinoxes like this, particularly at this time. Oh, goodness me. It's, it's a really, really powerful time to meditate and to decide to change your life, to strengthen your weaknesses and to live the best life you can, and to think of others. Let's talk about that one question that I had running through my mind because I tried to take singing lessons for a while. You know how some people just have perfect pitch, and then there are some of us who can't find it to save their souls. I tried to take some singing lessons, and the guy said, well, you're you're, you're getting better <laughs> after this, like, six months. So what for people who just can't sing and know they can't sing, how do we incorporate this? Well, everyone can sing. It just it, some people may sing out a tune, but they can still sing. It ain't pretty. <laughs> I, I I disagree. I I just love any time someone singing because it's just it changes and shifts their vibration. And at my events, we have everybody singing, and I hand the mic around to everyone and. And the, the, when it's someone who's really singing out of tune, everyone cheers them <laughs> because they're just going for it. I mean, not everybody is gifted with a particular thing. It's like uh, anything in life. It depends on everyone's got their own gift. So you just appreciate if you don't have a particular thing and you can't strengthen it because it's not your gift, you enjoy it coming from somebody else, whether it's watching ice skating, which I love, but absolutely bloody hopeless, <laughs> or anything else in life that you may not be able to do very well. You know, it's just you enjoy it from other people. That way no one is jealous and everyone feels good. And you can all sing James Brown. That's a good affirmation song. You feel good and you I knew feel that you good. would. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, there's a piece of this that I wanted to ask you about because I know this is very important in Bob Proctor's work. You mentioned it. You've made your own discovery, and that is divine source, God, uh, the universe, like we say, however you would like to to uh, phrase that. What is that to you? Well, that's – have we got two more weeks? Oh, anyway, uh, it's everything because what happened to me, I didn't go – Really deeply, but if you'd like me to go deeply, do you? I will. I would. I, it's very important, and right now I think uh, especially folks have a little extra time on their hands. Okay. What happened to me was, as I was speaking earlier about the affirmations were giving me a faster speed of frequency, what happened at the same time is I felt like my – I didn't know about chakras or anything like that. I've been brought up a Catholic and I actually loved Catholicism, but I'd stopped when I was a teenager, like most people do, going to church. But something happened to me with this. I started getting this heart glow and this love for everything. And I started reading as many books as I can on spirituality and God. And I started reading the Buddha and just attempting 
to find what this was that I was feeling. I knew it was what people call God, but it was something more. I knew it as a personal thing. I remember I was in Penang, Malaysia, at this beautiful hotel, just finished a gig, and uh, I was reading Thomas Troward for the first time, and I read, he said, my only prayer is that may there be more of God in me than me. That Mm. affected me. So emotionally, I ran down the Penang to the Penang Beach, three o'clock in the morning, and I just had to keep running until I was exhausted because I was so filled with spirit, with energy, I didn't know what to do with myself. It was just I had to run. Um, So then I was on a a search for someone who knew God. I didn't know if it was called enlightenment or whatever it was. So I went to so many countries all over the world looking for someone who knew God. And I know that I did come across some definite, real, enlightened people, but they didn't speak English. I started having a lot of deep spiritual experiences. I started practicing meditation. And eventually I met an enlightened teacher back in 2006 in America. (laughs) I'd been searching for a bald-headed Asian guy or a long, white-haired Indian man or something, you know. And this was this beautiful beautiful woman, just in her early 40s, I guess she was, with this long black hair, American, and I could see light coming from her and I kept getting my eyes kept welling up with tears and I was like, what is going on here? I couldn't work out what it was, but I was like, I just kept going back to her and eventually she allowed me to become a student and she was transmitting light. She's enlightened. She's awakened. Her kundalini had awakened. And so after a few years of studying deeply and meditating deeply, every night eventually my kundalini awakened and my life now is a dream. I mean, it's I know that this world is not real, but I know that every soul who comes to this planet has the possibility to become free, to become awakened. Everyone is born with that kundalini that can come up through that beautiful spine that can awaken you. And it doesn't really matter which path you go on, whether it's yana yoga, wisdom yoga, like from Ramana, from deep Christian mysticism, which is beautiful. Every religion has a mystical teaching to it, which is finding who you are, you know, who am I? I am that, I am. Whether it's through Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter who it is. All the enlightened teachers all the ones that awakened, and there are so many people awakening now in the world bit by bit. Some of them, are. there's one man I know who's completely awakened who thought he would be going out there and teaching. However, the divine presence guided him to go into banking. He said, you know, this is where I need to be to bring stability and light to something that's really not so good sometimes. Another one was brought into something else. Not everyone, but I realized that all the years I'd been on a stage singing and eventually speaking and doing seminars brought me to be able to be a teacher of meditation and to teach people about enlightenment and how they can do that, which I do now through something called that people connect from all over the world called the mystical experience. And we have doctors, dentists, musicians, people from over 26 countries now that come and come on our webinars and live streams. They get light transmitted to them. And 
because you're just plugged in. You're, you're not doing a thing. <laughs> it's just intention. It's just, as you know, consciousness. It's your consciousness is plugged into something that is universal, that is profound, that is infinite, that is compassionate, that is all-giving and generous and so loving. It's almost like when someone sits down to meditate or think about the divine within them for the first time, you can almost hear the angel saying, hey, hey, Michael, yeah, Gabriel, what's going on? Hey, there's somewhere down there meditating. They're, th- they're wanting to connect with the, you know, the big girl or the big guy. And they all start flapping their wings and clapping and going, yay, are you sure? I am. And so the minute you sincerely want to find out who you are, the entire ocean of light, of eternal wisdom, of compassion is there for you immediately. Your words are amazing. This this is not a podcast to re-listen to, folks. This is a podcast to memorize <laughs> and then sing. <laughs> wow, that is so powerful. So it is your true it is your true fuel cell. It is your driving force. Oh, everything, everything. That's all that matters is that people can awaken because I know if I can, oh my God, if I can. Anybody can. <laughs> now, before we get too far away from it, I know people's minds are wondering, where do they find Mystical Experience? Uh, it's just themysticalexperience.com. All right. Very good. I, I can watch videos, lots of free videos. And that's uh, so delivered online. And then I guess do you have some live events when we oh, get back yeah, to we, that. Yeah. We have, uh, well, at the moment, of course, live streams right. all the time. Right. Oh, good. And, and live events, absolutely. Before we jump out of here, I was wondering if you had a couple of good Bob Proctor stories for us. I've got so many, it's ridiculous. I love Bob Proctor. Lay one on us. (laughs) He is 24-7, up, up, up. Come on, take action. Okay, I'm flying to Malaysia because I'd done some gigs in Australia with him and he had me flown first class Malaysia Airlines. I didn't know he was at... I, I was in first class for the first time. I didn't know he was just three seats in front of me. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear, I've got a great idea. Where are you, Michelle? And I was like, where did that voice come from? <laughs> VOG, right? The voice of God. I, I'm just here. And, you know, he's extremely tall and I'm only five foot nothing. And at the time I think I was like 95 pounds. And I'm like, yes, hello. <laughs> he said, ah, I know what we're going to do. They've got this fantastic song that is very uplifting. The Malaysians love to sing. I'm going to get you to sing it at our, at our event, which was in two days. I, it's a, in a different language, a different a song I didn't know, and he wanted me to sing it to open the gig. And I went, not a problem, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I did was as soon as I got to the hotel, he wanted us to meet all these Malaysian dignitaries and all these different people. And all I said to them was, do you know any musicians who speak English, who sing? Is there a keyboard somewhere? And one of them, this lovely man called G.K. Lim, he said, yeah, I know uh, Wa Idris. He's one of the best-known singers in Malaysia. Within two hours, I was in the studio recording the music to it, having Wa Idris teach me phonetically how to sing this song. And so 
I had these big, I had this big fan in front of me. Well, I had, I walked down from the back of the room to the stage singing this song phonetically with the phonetical letters in this fan. And Bob was so stoked. And so after that, Bob said, we're going to write some songs in Bahasa Malaysian. Yes, we are. So Bob would give me these lyrics, no melody or anything, and say, okay, get that changed, learn how to do it, get some musicians. And every time, he couldn't believe it, every time, by the time he came back each month, because I started living in Malaysia, I had all the musicians, I had the song. One of them that we did was called Motivation for the Nation, which changed to Motivasi Untuk Bangsa. And we went to the middle of the square in Kuala Lumpur and Bob said, we're going to visualize 20,000 people all singing along to your song, to this song. Because at the time, they actually had a really good prime minister and he had a vision, which was Vision 2020. And so we put those lyrics in it, changed it. I got all the well-known Malaysian singers to sing it. It became a huge hit. Uh, That next New Year, there were 50,000 people 300 people on stage and me. (laughs) So that's just one. With Bob Proctor, you don't not take action immediately. I've got one more story that I love. Yeah. We're at at this big dinner that they put on for Bob Proctor in another Asian country. And they were wanting Bob to do this big event, but they're wanting him to do things differently so that – he, he could teach some things that would manipulate people to their way of thinking. And he just got up, winked at me and left the table. And uh, about 15 minutes later, they said, oh, should we go and check on him? I said, oh, no, he's gone to his room. He's not, he won't have anything to do with you guys. He's only going to do it his way, not your way. And they said, what if we double the money? I said, he'll never do it. Forget it. <laughs> he's out of there. It's like, you know, he dropped the mic. He's gone. Wow. <laughs> Elvis, Elvis has left the building. So he absolutely is so principled. He would never do anything just for money or for any companies to manipulate an audience. I loved that moment. You know, when I knew that Bob Proctor was the real deal, that his walk truly matched his talk, was uh, about 10 or 12 years ago, he had a valve replacement surgery. That's right. Yes. For most people in their early 70s or toward mid-70s, that would pretty much take them out or at least put them on the shelf. But when at 85, he is still bounding up the stairs, and I guess he'll be 86 this summer, bounding up the stairs, go up on stage to do a day-long workshop, that's incredible. And I know that he did that with those thoughts. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like when he when he hears people say they're going to retire, he just says, are you crazy? <laughs> what would you do that for? Don't ever retire. There's just work do to be done. Different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's a whole world that needs changing out there that's going to be relying on you now. You can't retire. Exactly. Oh, and I mean, he's got amazing, beautiful people in his life. And his wife, Linda, is just a very, very special person who is just always there for him. And so positive and wonderful and beautiful herself. She actually came up with the name Musivation. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Great. So you must have a good rapport and relationship with her as well. Oh, she's beautiful. I haven't seen her for a long time, but she's a wonderful person. So speaking of, what are you doing now? Well, right now I've just released, re-released my first book, which is called Affirmation Power. I rewrote it so that I could share some of the story that's happened since. It's called The Magic of Affirmation Power. I've just done that into an audio book. 
I'm halfway through a new book called The Mystical Experience, which I'm getting so many downloads of new things to to interpret to people, particularly during this time. We're doing live streams, events nearly every week. Just wow, so many things, a lot. So before everything happened, were you traveling? Yes, yes, doing live events. Still doing the events. That's great. Uh, That's great. Yes. And, you know, that will be interesting, too, because even though now we're going to be using these webcams that you can't get for a while, when everything returns back to normal, you know that that will create a surge of reconnection in person and live events will become the shift into that next direction. So that will be waiting for you when it's time. Yeah, and it's wonderful when people begin to experience those types of live events it really does shift them and they meet people from all different walks of life that they realize are their soul type. Exactly, exactly. Soul type has got nothing to do with culture. I mean, I've lived in so many different countries. Culture, background, religion has nothing to do. Everyone has a soul. Everyone wants the same thing. They want freedom. They want to be of purpose in this life. They want to be happy. And they really, people really want other people to be happy as well. That's absolutely true. And we are going to be the little light beams that help bring that to a lot more people, right? Amen, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what gets us up every day. Yes. All right. Let's go through the resources that you have so generously offered. We have the book download. This will all be in the show notes, but um, the book download, a couple of albums. We have a link to Mystical Experience. What else should we put in there? Well, when they get the book, they also get um, my Magnetic Creative Visualization audio program, uh, Be Your Perfect Weight audio progr- program by Bob Proctor and myself, the Practice of Meditation video, Bob's and my, that we did together, Turbocharged Goal Setting and Daily Action Planner audio program, Action with Bob Proctor, and uh, Affirmation Power Songs. I mean, just a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is awesome. Okay, well, that link, and it will be in the show notes, Michelle Blood, and that's one L with Michelle Blood, forward slash subconscious mind mastery. Boy, this has been a delight. Thank you so much, Michelle. We Thomas, really appreciate it. you are a sweet heart. Thank you. <laughs> I have enjoyed, this has gone by in like moments, and that's what happens. Time stands still when you're with a, a soul friend. And I thank you and your partner very much for this opportunity to share my message and to listen to yours as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. And all the blessings in the world to you and your work. And and uh, let's carry this forward. Ditto, brother. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.